Chip, are you still drinking that same Diet Dr. Pepper as you were two days ago? Yes, Eric. Are we still in the same room that has just a weird a light switch fixture above your head over there? Yeah, just no a, random, a random one with no switch in it. A random. No switch in it. Yeah. It's like almost to the ceiling. Yes. And it has no switch in it. It's like an on and off switch plate, plate yeah. with no switch. Uh-huh. Is that crazy? Yeah. That is crazy. There's got to be a lesson there. <laughs> Whoever put that there is thinking, we're going to really make people wonder. Well, let me say something about that. Oh. Because you can see, look in the little area where the switch is supposed to be. You can see it's painted. This room was painted like a year and a half ago. So Ryan Flickinger, who painted this room, took that plate off, painted the wall, and then put that plate back on. Okay. <laughs> wow. So I don't know, man. What did he put in there for the first time? I don't know. Just because he knew we were going to be in here reading through the Bible. Great mysteries. I don't know. we got to find out. Hey, guys, we're in Lamentations <laughs> oh, chapter 3. That's right. <laughs> I forgot. we got to read the Bible today. Man. Lamentations chapter 3, okay. verse 37. Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? Does the Most High send... Does not the Most High send both calamity and good? Then why should we, mere humans, complain when we are punished for our sins? Instead, let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. Let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven and say, We have sinned and rebelled, and you have not forgiven us. You have engulfed, engulfed us with your anger, chased us down, and slaughtered us without mercy. You have hidden yourself in a cloud so our prayers cannot reach you. You have discarded us as refuse and garbage among the nations. All our enemies have spoken out against us. We are filled with fear, for we are trapped, devastated, and ruined. Tears stream down from eyes from my eyes because of the destruction of my people. My tears flow endlessly. They will not stop until the Lord looks down from heaven and sees. My heart is breaking over the fate of all the women of Jerusalem. My enemies, whom I have never harmed, hunted me down like a bird. They, nope. threw, me in a, yeah, they threw me in a pit and they dropped stones on me. The water <laughs> rose over my head and I cried out, This is the end. But I called on your name, Lord, from deep within the pit. You heard me when I cried. Listen to my pleading. Hear my cry for help. Yes, you came when I called. You told me, do not fear. Lord, you've come to my defense. You've redeemed my life. You've seen the wrong they've done to me, Lord. Be my judge and prove me right. You've seen the vengeful plots my enemies have laid against me. Lord, you have heard the vile names they call me. You, you know all about the plans they've made. My enemies whisper and mutter as they plot against me all day long. Look at them. Whether they sit or stand, I am the object of their mocking songs. Pay them back, Lord, for all the evil they've done. Give them hard and stubborn hearts, and then let your curse fall on them. Chase them down in your anger, destroying them beneath the Lord's heavens. Lamentations chapter 4, God's anger satisfied. How the gold has lost its luster, even the finest gold has become dull. The sacred gemstones lie scattered in the streets. See how the precious children of Jerusalem, worth their weight in fine gold, are now treated like pots of clay. Made by a common potter. Even the jackals feed their young, but not my people Israel. They ignore their children's cries like ostriches in the desert. The parched tongues of their little ones stick to the roofs of their mouths and thirst. The children cry for bread, but no one has given any to them. The people who once ate the richest foods now beg in the streets for anything they can get. Those who once wore the finest clothes... Now search the garbage dumps for food. The guilt of my people is greater than that of Sodom, where utter disaster struck in a moment, and no one offered to help. Our princes once glowed with health, brighter than snow, whiter than milk. Their faces were as ruddy as rubies, their appearance like fine jewels. But now their faces are blacker than soot. No one recognizes them in the streets. 
Their skin sticks to their bones. It is as dry and hard as wood. Those killed by the sword are better off than those who die of hunger. Starving, they waste away for lack of food from the fields. Tender-hearted women have cooked their own children. They've eaten them to survive the siege. But now the anger of the Lord is satisfied. His fierce anger has been poured out. He started a fire in Jerusalem that burned the city to its foundations. Not a king in all the earth, no one in all the world, would have believed that an enemy could march through the gates of Jerusalem. Yet it happened because of the sins of her prophets and the sins of her priests who defiled the city by shedding innocent blood. They wandered blindly through the streets, so defiled by blood that no one dared touch them. Get away, the people shouted at them. You're defiled. Don't touch us. So they fled away to distant lands and wandered among foreign nations, but none would let them stay. The Lord himself has scattered them, and he no longer helps them. People show no respect for the priests and no longer honor the leaders. We looked in vain for our allies to come and save us, but we were looking to nations that could not help us. We couldn't go into the streets without danger to our lives. Our end was near. Our days were numbered. We were doomed. Our enemies were swifter than eagles in flight. If we fled to the mountains, they found us. If we hid in the wilderness, they were waiting for us there. Our king, the Lord's anointed, the very life of our nation, was caught in their snares. We had thought that this shadow would protect us against any nation on earth. Are you rejoicing in the land of Uz, O people of Edom? But you too must drink from the cup of the Lord's anger. You too will be stripped naked in your drunkenness. O beautiful Jerusalem, your punishment will end. You will soon return from exile. But Edom, your punishment is just beginning. Soon your many sins will be exposed. Prayer for Restoration, Lamentations, Chapter 5. Lord, remember what has happened to us. See how we have been disgraced. Our inheritance has been turned over to strangers, our homes to foreigners. We are orphaned and fatherless. Our mothers are widowed. We have to pay for water to drink, and even firewood is expensive. Those who pursue us are, are those who pursue us are at our heels. We are exhausted, but we are given no rest. We submitted to Egypt and Sirius and Assyria to get enough food to survive. Our ancestors sinned, but they have died. And we are suffering the punishment they deserved. Slaves have now become our masters. There is no one left to rescue us. We hunt for food at the risk of our lives, for violence rules the countryside. The famine has blackened our skin as though baked in an oven. Our enemies rape the women in Jerusalem and the young girls in all the towns of Judah. Our princes are being hanged by their thumbs and our elders are treated with contempt. Ouch. Mm. Young men are led away to work at millstones and boys stagger under heavy loads of wood. The elders no longer sit in the city gates. The young men no longer dance and sing. Joy has left our hearts. Our dancing has turned to mourning. The garlands have fallen from our heads. Weep for us because we have sinned. Our hearts are sick and weary, and our eyes grow dim with tears. For Jerusalem is empty and desolate, a place haunted by jackals. But, Lord, you remain the same forever. Your throne continues from generation to generation. Why do you continue to forget us? Why have you abandoned us for so long? Restore us, O Lord, and bring us back to you again. Give us back the joys we once had. Or have you utterly rejected us? Are you angry with us still? That's the end of the book of Lamentations, Eric. We did it. We did it. And they did it. They did it. We did it. They did it. Somebody else did it. Another yeah. book in the books. Another book in the books. Yipper. Okay, so here's our two questions. So what and where's Jesus? Mm. Hmm. So what do you got? My so what today um, is, uh, is the, um, the sadness that this writer, I think it's Jeremiah, but this writer... It probably is. Uh, I, I tend to agree with that, just so you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, that, that, 
the writer uh, has with uh, the sadness he has for his people. Tears stream from my eyes. My ears flow endlessly. They will not stop. My heart is breaking over the fate of the women. You know, and then it's just later he says, I called out your name deep within the pit. You heard my cry. You listened to my pleading. Hear my cry for help. I mean, you know, he's got this reputation as a weeping prophet, but it's really, it's not a, it's not a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. It's a sign of greatness because he really has the heart of Jesus. And maybe that's a where's Jesus moment, but his heart breaks for his people and he cares for his people and uh, broken to the point that he would do whatever God told him to do. And when he did that, he knew the consequences and had to deal with the consequences being thrown in the pit He'll cry out to God, and God heard his cry for help as well. And, and and that is just so powerful to me that I just hope my heart never stops breaking for the people in my life that I'm responsible for. So, you know, my wife and my kids, um, I never want my heart to stop breaking for them, for their spiritual growth and well-being. Um, the staff that I'm in, in, uh, called to lead... Um, the, the church called the, called the shepherd and a community mm-hmm. that I'm called to serve. Never want to have um, a lack of brokenness for them. And that would drive me to serve them, right, and, and do it well. I think if we lose that, if I lose that, then, then it means that I'm potentially so focused on, on me that I forget about them. It should be broken. We're yeah. not in heaven. No, you're right. And so there's a lot of problems going on. And, and it has been broken recently just for our community and, and different things that we're dealing with. But And I just don't think we should lose that. And he's a good example of that. And I don't think it's weakness. I think it's a sign of, you know, of, of greatness and strength to be able to weep for the people God has put under our care and to care for them and cry out for them. And so who, who are those people in your life? And, and, and just pray that you never lose that, that brokenness for them and um, that cry to God on their behalf mm. for what they're going through and experiencing. So mm. that's a so what. Love that. That's a great so what. So where's Jesus? I was thinking about the end of Lamentations 3. Mm-hmm. I called upon your name, Lord, from deep within the pit. You heard me cry. Listen to my pleading. Hear my cry for help. Mm-hmm. Yes, you came when I called. You told me, do not fear. And I just see that as such a, so that's the character of God, right? Like we call to him from our worst place and he rescues us. Um, In the case of Judah, it's a physical rescue that after 70 years of captivity, Mm. they'll be released miraculously by King Cyrus, who was not a Jewish man, uh, had no reason to sympathize with the Jews except that God led him to. And so God miraculously delivers them. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think, this is like to me such a beautiful picture of like our point of conversion right where we mm. hit that bottom point where we recognize that we are sinners in need of a savior yeah. which is the worst point in our life when you come to that realization i mean it's it comes with greatness yeah. right yeah. but but it's possible to acknowledge that you're a sinner in need of a savior yeah. and reject the savior so that is the worst yeah. moment mm. um unless you do what he says here that we cry out we call upon your name, Lord, right? All who call upon the name of the Lord, dot, 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 mm-hmm. will be saved, right? And so I just see this as such a beautiful moment in this pre-Christ history 
nearly 600 years before Jesus would be born, at least 550 or whatever, before Jesus would be born. And he, God's pattern remains the same. He wants to redeem us and reconcile us. And all we have to do is cry out to him. And I think that that's such a beautiful thing. So yeah, that is where I see Jesus in the text today. Yeah, that's the pivotal moment, right? Yeah. You're in the bottom of the pit, you know? Mm-hmm. You could stay there or be lifted from there. And it's that decision we make, you know, based mm-hmm. on our, our accepting or rejecting of Jesus. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening as we finish the book of Lamentations yeah. today. Very exciting stuff. We are going to begin so the book good. of Ezekiel, which is just brutal. Just a brutal <laughs> book. So Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. If you have kids listening <laughs> under a certain age, you may want to read ahead a little bit before you have them listen to the book of Ezekiel. God, God pulls no punches whatsoever in the book of Ezekiel. Nope. And we will try to stop ourselves from giggling like school school girl, school That's girls. That's going to be hard, Eric. Yeah, it is. It's going to be sure very is. hard to do that. It's going to be tough. Especially for me. Yeah, me too. Trust. Yeah. Okay, Go I will. Back to day 77 if you oh, need yeah. a reference. Day 77. <laughs> All right, guys. We're super uh, proud of you. Make sure you invite people to read the New Testament with us uh, beginning on October 1st. And yeah, we're looking forward to tomorrow, starting Ezekiel. Can't wait. Bye.